Welcome to the Launch With Words podcast with your host, Bridget Willard. We're going to talk about all things content, blogging, articles, videos, whatever has words and goes on your website. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me again on another episode, this time with my longtime friend, Tess Whitler. She is a remodeler and custom home builder marketing solutions person. She is that marketing department that you want. She has a done-for-you newsletter program. She is amazing. She is smart. Tess, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be here, Bridget. Thank you. So... I know that you have been riding in the service uh, industry for contractors for a very long time, enough to have an MBA if, if we were to stand <laughs> them out. How do we get people who are small business owners, how do we get plumbers and yoga teachers and manicurists to care about having a blog on their website? Wow. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of like the million dollar question, but it really boils down to a couple of things, right? So it, it boils down to um, Google likes fresh websites and fresh content. So what better way to do that than to have a blog? But more importantly than that, I think that one thing that a lot of small businesses sometimes uh, forget is as we're feeding that Google monster, you know, common everyday customers, they check you out before they ever pick up the phone to call you. Mm -hmm. You know, they go to your Facebook page and they go to your Instagram and they go to your Google My Business or Google Business Profile, as it's called now. And they definitely go to your website to learn more about you, to see if, number one, you offer the services that they're looking for. And number two, if you are the right solution. So I think even more important than than SEO, which is definitely my geek zone, and I love that space. But I think even more importantly than that, it's just to be able to be there to help your potential customers understand what you do and get to know you better. Oh, for sure. I mean, you, if Marcy told me to go to Alamo City Plumbing because my bidet is leaking, uh, I'm going to go look and see if they even talk about bidets. I'm going to look and see if they have reviews. I'm going to check out their you know, Facebook page. Are they still even in business? Do yep. they have Instagram? What is going on with this place? And I think that most people are overly obsessed on what's being found uh, on a Google search engine result or the SERPs, um, as opposed to plumber near me, uh, manicurist near me. I mean, how many of us are doing those searches? All the time, every single day. Yeah, because I don't really care about, you know, a manicurist who's in Nashville. I, I don't even care about a manicurist who's in San Antonio. I want a manicurist that's in Southtown that I can go walk to when I, my cuticles are <laughs> looking like right. they do right now. <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, going back to the original question with, you know, how important is content? So, you know, that content then um, becomes, and I am huge, you followed me for years, I am huge with repurposing content. So yes. having a piece of content and finding 50 million ways to use it over the long haul. So, you know, you, you write a blog article, 
you know, how, you know, how to tell if a bidet is leaking, for instance, Mm -hmm. and you post that on your blog because your website is your number one piece of real estate, digital real estate. So it needs to go there first. And then perhaps you post it on Facebook and then maybe you post an image of it on Instagram with a little bit of explanation because of course you can't do links. Um, and then, you know, you post it on Twitter and you post it on Google My Business and, uh, you know, you you use it once there immediately. Yeah. And then three months later, guess what? You get to do it again. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to care about content and then you have to constantly uh, be I don't want to say constantly because it people get scared when they say, Oh my goodness, we have to blog five times a week. Those, those days aren't necessarily here anymore, but you do need to be adding new, fresh, new content to your website on a regular basis. Oh yeah. That's, that's the thing I always emphasize is it's more like a metronome. You know, we say consistent and then like, I'm not even consistent. So like Fridays, I have it in my calendar, which I just deleted them all because I'm just so used to doing it. But Fridays in my calendar, I I do something to my website every single week because I know it changes the sitemap. And that is what, that's how Google sees the consistency. So you want that, that same beat going on, whatever it is. So that's why with, for example, with the launch with words starter pack, that's free it has blogging prompts so that you will publish something once a month because that is consistent, right? Now, if you want to use them and do 12 weeks at a time, that's uh, 12 weeks and then you're done. uh, That's fine too, but then you're not going to be consistent later. So it's, especially now, especially in this post pandemic, uh, I don't know if we're even post because the pandemic isn't over, but in this like new global economy with uh, things so uncertain, I just saw like three businesses close on Instagram yesterday. It's, we have to have that validation part in the agency. My agency days, we talked about validation and discovery. Like this is why, and blog isn't a four letter word. It is, but it's not like, Oh, mommy bloggers. It's so such a derogatory term, but it's publishing articles so that you are seen as the expert in your field. Like, why am I going to you? Why would I get uh, dip nails instead of gel nails? You know, it's a credibility builder. So, you know, you're, you know, there's, there's so many positive reasons for, you know, making sure that you are adding blogs, adding articles to your blog on a consistent basis, you know, um, from my perspective and Hey, we can use the plumber's perspective too, but I write for a lot of custom home builders and high end design build remodeling firms. And one of my favorite pieces of content is what I call project stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can, you see this all the time on Facebook or Instagram um, where you have before and after photos, right? So instead of just showing the before and after photo, actually write 300, 400, 500 words along with that to talk about the project, whatever that project is, whether it's a toilet replacement or a shower restore, 
reinstall or, you know, tile work or, you know, in my world, you know, an addition, a home addition Mm -hmm. or a new kitchen remodel. I mean, those are amazing pieces of content that you obviously put back on your website some somewhere, whether it's your blog or your portfolio or somewhere. And then you, you know, it's evergreen content. It'll last for years and years and years. And then of course, I always encourage my clients to use a email newsletter and, and put that in your email newsletter. And that's a great piece of content to show credibility of your craftsmanship, show inspiration to inspire new homeowner or to inspire homeowners that are like, Oh, I really want a kitchen upgrade too. So it's, it's a great piece of content that can be used over and over and over again. And just to go back to the before and after, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen on Instagram, because that's like my little soothing place where I barely sell myself, is I'll look at before and afters and I'm like, uh, I'm not sure which one is the before and I'm not sure which Agreed. one is the yes. after. So yep. you need the context. Why did you change this kitchen? Did did you get pregnant again? Is grandma moving in and the counters need to be lowered to accommodate for a wheelchair? What is the reason behind this remodel? Yep. Yep. What was absolutely, what was the why? And then what did you discover? Because there's always, I always try to in- incorporate some type of challenge, especially in home improvements, remodeling is there's always a challenge. There's always something behind the walls that you weren't anticipating. (laughs) Or even if you were anticipating it, tell us who don't know that stuff as well that that it was a challenge, right? I mean, that's what this whole house has been doing for 40 years. (laughs) Absolutely. So like if they're Norm Abram and Bob Villa and whoever the new guy is, I just found they have a channel on Roku and I just started binging it. I was like, yeah. I love this old house. And you're like, oh no, this is happening. The drain is bad. What are well, they going to do? House is, yeah. And this old house, that's a great analogy because they also have that whole piece, that whole segment where they kind of talk about an, a solution. Yes. Right. I love that piece as well. So of course you have this old house. But then you also have the piece where they're back at the shop and they're talking about either a newer product that's on the market or just a common solution that people haven't really dived in, dive, dove into. Right. And though that also, you know, those questions, those burning questions that consumers have are also great pieces for content, right? Oh, for sure. Because it can be part of the project portfolio and it, and it can also be a blog article, but it could also be. Uh, for example, one of the episodes I was watching, they wanted the open beam ceiling, okay? And this is in Concord, New Hampshire. So guess what? It's cold and it's hot. So you in the winter, you can't have uh, an exposed beam ceiling and not have, um, you know, heat. So they mm-hmm. decided to do a radiant, uh, radiant, um, uh, uh, what, um, what yeah, radiant called? heating in the, in the ceiling area, right? No, they actually did it on the baseboards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and but in the but in the master bath, they did it in the tiles in the flooring. Mm-hmm. So then that means they needed a bigger capacity for their um, actual uh, heating equipment and their water mm-hmm. tanks in the basement. So like these are the things. There's like, oh well, I want exposed beams. You know, like what Creative Woodworking Vermont does, right? I want those exposed beams, but I need heat because I live in the Northeast or I live in Dallas and it snows 
or I live in Reno, Nevada, right? So like, right. what is what are those solutions? And that's part of the blogging that I think a lot of small businesses don't get is you are educating the customer. They don't know that they have those choices unless you are educating them. I mean, maybe they saw that episode, but you know, they might be thinking, oh man, I really like exposed ceilings, but what do you do about the ductwork? Right. Yeah, because I don't want the ductwork to be exposed. And those are great pieces for, you know, showing your expertise. Um, you know, the other thing that's really coming up a lot uh, in my world is smart home technology. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So smart home technology in the bathroom, for instance. And yeah. it's not so much that consumers don't understand that smart home technology isn't available anymore. But now, now contractors are running into issues with compatibility issues. Yes. So, you know, consumers want it to be, want it to be smart and they want it to do all the things, but they don't want to have to download five different apps right. to make each thing work. It's like, oh, okay, well, this app is only for my lights and this app is only for my shower. And this app is only for my radiant floor heat. They want it all to synchronize. So that's another big challenge that contractors are, are working with now is do they do it themselves or do they hire a smart home technology manager mm -hmm. to do those things for them? And that's great pieces of content. And here, you know, you and I focus on, on writing. Yeah. Uh, I especially focus on writing, but podcasts, as long as you have a transcript afterwards is, yeah. is a great way. Video is another big thing that yes. a lot of people in my audience want to tap into Video is outstanding, you know, obviously, but you still need to make sure that you're adding that to your website and adding a description of what the video is on your website with a link to YouTube or however you want to do it, you know, um, work with your web de developer to figure out the best way because yeah. video is very laggy. But, um, you know, so, but you always need that word piece because that's still how people are finding you, right? Well, the internet's blind. And I'll tell you, my friend just bought a house last June and she, you know, went with, you know, it was in a develop, you know, home development, new house, and they used whatever alarm system. Okay. And now she's like, well, dang, I really kind of wanted, Hey Google. And it's yep. not compatible. That's a real thing because you're not thinking that you have to make so many choices when it's a new or you're remodeling a home. There's like from, the fixtures to the technology to the upgrades that it becomes uh, decision fatigue. It's so overwhelming, you know, in some ways it's almost better to just walk into a home and be like, okay, whatever it is, I'm just here. But that's yeah. not why we buy homes, right? That's not why we remodel homes. So it's that education piece. And you touched on something that I think is really important, Tess. A lot of uh, contractors, especially or people in the service-based industry. One of the reasons why they're in that industry is because they're doers. They're not necessarily readers and writers. And a lot of times um, they have uh, dyslexia or they're neurodivergent. And so sitting down and writing a blog article is not going to happen ever, ever, ever. So video is perfect. You grab your Samsung Galaxy or your iPhone and you go, Hey, this is Bob. I've just, just installed Google Home Manager for our new client, and they are super happy because now they only have one app that controls all their devices from their lights to their dishwasher 
to the refrigerator, to the washing machine, to the alarm. And, and then you, and then you have your office staff trans, uh, send it to a transcription service and put it on the internet, you know, yep. it's, but like, I, I do want to talk about what you do because that's, you come in where it's like, or my understanding is you're that external marketing team, a lot like I am, but you specialize with home remodelers and design yeah. build, which is totally different. You know, I was with a design build commercial contractor. So that's like elite. So like, what do you tell people? Like, how do they, okay, they don't have time for this crap. How, no. what is the best way? Cause you can't write for all of the contractors. You don't even have time, but, but how do you advise our listeners? How do you advise them to find someone like you, if not you to work with? Wow. Um, you know, so I would say, you know, honestly, if you are a remodeler or a contractor and you, and you are listening to this, just reach out to me. I'll connect you with some of my other friends who do what I do. Nice. Um, I would say that's probably your first bet is that whole referral piece, right? Bridget, I know you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a great referral network. Um, I would say the other thing is, is that sometimes, you know, you can, there's a lot of ways you can navigate content where you don't necessarily have to do it all, but you could give a, you could give them a good step. Like one thing I'm thinking about as an example, and this applies to all small businesses. Um, you talked about the video, you know, piece where you grab your Samsung or you grab your iPhone and you shoot a quick video. But another piece is to use that recording feature on your phone and just start talking about a topic. Oh, and then use a transcription service like Otter AI or something that's fairly inexpensive and transcribe it. And then you have your basis for an article. Yeah. Or, you know, your blog posts. Or if you happen to have um, someone on your team, if you have a big enough team who is interested in marketing and fleshing out those topics, you can give the recording to him or her and they can, you know, run with it. There's a lot of ways to navigate that piece. I'm not sure that answers your question or not, Bridget, but I know you and I have over the years have come up with some quote unquote shortcuts for navigating this content peace. Yeah. Start with someone you do know, and then they can always refer you. So what about the done for you newsletter program you have? Can you talk a little bit about how that's important with content marketing? Oh yeah, sure. Thank you. So my done for you newsletter program is specifically for, um, I would say designers, remodelers, and custom home builders who want content specifically on kitchens and baths. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I touch on laundry rooms or mud rooms, but mostly it's kitchen and bath topics. And it's done six times a year. So, uh, and it's a newsletter program. So I provide all of the content. It's shared content um, that goes out to all the subscribers in the program. And then you can lay it out into your newsletter program like MailChimp, Constant Contact, or you can hire me and I can as for a little bit extra and I'll lay it out in your newsletter. And it goes out six times a year to your subscribers. Um, What I found with this program is especially with um, 
my, my target audience is they really want to be able to do marketing and do marketing well, but they don't have the time. Yeah. So I provide that content for them that then they can stay in touch with their subscribers and their audience through their email newsletter program. Okay. I know we're hitting our, our, our mark, but I want to ask you like, so when you're doing this with, with your people and they're like, yes, I want to do the done for you newsletter. What is the your recommendation for that lead magnet to get people to subscribe to them? Or do they already have that in existence? You know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Most of them already have a uh, subscriber list. Okay. And I walk them through the process of how to ensure that we're doing it all legally as far as, you know, adding their previous customers and their prospects. And I have a whole process that I go through to make sure that we're not doing anything against can spam act. But, um, and the other piece that I love about, uh, with lead magnets is we can do like a kitchen remodeling checklist or a bathroom remodeling checklist. It's a one pager. Perfect. Great. Um, with some of my other uh, subscribers, I've done a series of articles that then we've turned into an ebook or a guide. So, um, like, you know, how to remodel your kitchen or, you know, the, the five steps you need to, um, for building your custom home steps, one, two, three, four, five, those are each blog articles. Then we throw it into an ebook and then that becomes their downloadable. So I work with each of them on a very customized basis, depend upon what they have already in their content inventory or what we could possibly create to help them. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. It's so, I, I, I just love this idea. I'm, I think this wonderful. Um, I, I often think about hiring somebody to do my newsletter because <laughs> the more I know, the more I know, I don't know, <laughs> but really thank you for your time. How do people get in contact with you, Tess and your services? Sure. The easiest way is to go to my website, which is tesswhitler.com. And I'm sure Bridget will put that in the show notes. But um, and then from there, you, there's all kinds of other ways that you can connect with me through, you know, social media or um, through, you know, email directly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Tess. Thank you, Bridget. Thanks for listening to Launch With Words, a podcast by BridgetWiller.com. If you like this podcast, why not go ahead and share it with your friends, small business owners, peers, your brother. (laughs) I really appreciate your attention. If you have any ideas, contact me on my website. Follow me at Bridget M. Willard on Twitter. And I hope to see you on the next episode or the next season.